Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Season 2, Higher Balance Classics, Timeless Teachings. Rebel Guru Radio is sponsored by Cramp Medic, the most powerful cramp fighting supplement on the market. I think it's an excellent product. I can honestly say for myself, and this is of course uh, difficult to say because it's coming from me, but I hope you take my word on it. I don't think there's anything out there better than Cramp Medic for leg cramps. I used to get them on a near daily basis, maybe every couple days. I know that uh, when I had my motorcycle or bicycle, uh, my legs would be the worst. I would wake up in the middle of the night in pain. Uh, there have been times where I've thought about maybe I should go to an emergency room. Since I've used Cramp Medic, I probably use one serving and I will not have to reach into using this again probably for two, two and a half weeks. That is more than double what I felt was the recommended like once for every seven days. That's how effective. I do think that people need to use it for two to three times to build up somehow in your in your system. We have mainly all positive reviews. Apple cider vinegar is what is going to reduce, you know, acid buildup in your muscle tissue very rapidly. Cayenne pepper is going to expand your capillaries to move that blood into those tight cramping muscles that just do not want to let blood in there to soften it. It is very, very effective. It is going to get in there. Electrolytes very fast. It's going to do the job. It's just a great product. And that's what I have to say about it, crampmedic.com. The other thing I wanted to say is the Higher Balance Institute store, HBI, or higherbalance.com. We've worked very hard at reducing and slashing the pricing, trying to keep it as a mainstay price forum. Uh, People have said over the years it's too expensive for them and they can't afford it. Uh, I don't know what the next excuse is going to be because it is extremely affordable. Um, We're doing our best to do that. Having Cramp Medic, finding other stuff to maneuver around so we can keep this thing going uh, has allowed us to bring those prices down. Uh, We do have a lot, a lot of material, a lot of classes that are really excellent, I feel. you know, going probably for several dollars, some of those classes, uh, probably at least 70, 80% off of what we charge, maybe even more. Uh, one thing we may do is maybe change around in the store, like uh, uh, bi-monthly or something, which modules we're offering, because there's so many, I think people get lost in it. So if there is something you want, I strongly suggest you grab it before we start moving it around, but it will come available again. It just may take six months to a year before the, all those other ones start arriving. Uh, back for availability and we're going to start taking down some probably to try to keep some organization to just the the bulk of uh, information there which I'm very proud of Um, so that's what I have to say on that please check out Higher Balance Institute uh, you know or higherbalance.com and uh, support Higher Balance please get uh, and try out uh, cramp medic for family, friends, anybody who has leg muscle problems or any kind of muscle problems in particular. It it truly is the best product out there. No foams, no creams. You don't have to run to the bathroom if you're working at the office to put on foams on your leg by pulling on your pants and trying to get to your legs. Uh, no need for tablets. One shot, seven days, phenomenal. If you are interested in acquiring Eric Pepin's books, visit higherbalancebooks.com.
Welcome to the Higher Balance Expansion Module, Discovering the One. This module is interactive, and you will be learning a new meditation technique. So please set aside some time where you'll be undisturbed and follow along. At the end of this class, Eric will lead you into a meditation. With any questions of your own, we strongly encourage you to call your Higher Balance support staff. Thank you, and enjoy. I have to exclude in my communication Shauna and Anna because they do not have the awareness or the knowledge of really in full what we're going to be talking about. Matt has had some tip off and some opportunity and insight into what I'm going to discuss because of the other night. Eric's had a great deal of insight because he spent the last two days with me and I've had to go over things for Kathy because she could not be here. So I gave her much of the information that I'm going to share with you guys. But on the same token, I intend to go into it to great depth today. And that's why it's very important to probably have tapes ready to be thrown in there at a moment's notice. So perhaps we should stop for a moment and you should collect your knowledge. So you cannot expect to understand everything that they understand. For now, you'll always have the tapes to go back to. And as we progress and you are around more, if you continue, if it's right for you, then you will adapt and you'll understand more as you go. Okay? What we are going to discuss is something that you guys are well aware of. What I mean by well aware of is you've been there before, you know what it is, you desperately seek it out, but you don't know how to quite establish it for any length of time or to work within it. But you'll know exactly what it is that I'm speaking of. What I'm going to do is to show you how to be there more often. What I'm going to do is to show you how to get there. What I'm going to do is to help you maintain it for great lengths of time. And everything that you've ever learned, every single thing you're going to realize was pre-planned for this moment. Had you learned it any other way, you would have failed. That may not make sense to you now. And it may not make sense to bring this up in front of them. The point is, is that in a way, you learned a little bit backwards what you needed to learn. But in truth, it was always forward. By having this knowledge now and coupled with what you have, it's to say I could take a new person and expose it to them. I needed structure. I needed trained people to kind of look over the people who would just be learning to go this opposite direction. The majority of people who've learned in the opposite direction that you guys have learned all have failed. So it was a different system, a different method of, of awakening. You've learned that you have the me, which is the flesh, the body, and then you have the I. The I being your soul, your self-identity. What I'm going to say to you in some ways may contradict what you understand, but in truth it doesn't contradict it at all. It's simply a deeper truth, a peeling away of knowledge. There are many eyes, many, many, many eyes. You are not who you think you are, that you already know. You already know that you are this other being, depending on who you are in this room point is, is you don't know how to find that other person. You don't know who that other person is. You don't know how that other person thinks. The problem is, it's because you have an organic body and you have an organic brain. The organic brain is taking on multiple personalities. 
You have many eyes. You play many roles. The importance is, is to become aware of those roles, to remove them. And by removing them, you start to awaken. But you cannot stay in awake. You cannot keep it all of the time. You are in this dimension. Because you are in this dimension, you cannot be in that state all of the time. It is impossible. But you can exist for great lengths of time if you get good at what you do. I've always said to you, there are different levels of me as a teacher and how I integrate with the rest of the world. Yet, you know who or what I am. You've seen it. You've experienced it, is the better word. So you know there is something more to me. Yet, you see me act in certain ways, foolishly, playfully, angrily, whatever. These are not me. These are what I call eyes. These are called other personalities. They are jackets that I wear. They are things that I use to integrate, to blend, to work amongst you guys, to, to function, and also to learn in certain ways. But in the end, behind all of them, what you guys sense in me is this other being peering out between the shoulders of these eyes, looking out at you, always there, but never in front to be seen too easily, almost like behind a crowd. When I choose to come forward, I do, but when I do, my presence is so immense that even people who are deep asleep who are well within their eyes, acting through their eyes, they are asleep, can sense me. They just simply do not know what to make of me. Do you understand so far? You must begin to distinguish your eyes. Both the words distinguish. Distinguish in a manner of figure them out and distinguish as to put them out. Do you understand? By doing so, you awaken. It was always believed that if you died, death is a new awakening to many cultures. There's a truth in that. But it's not a physical death that you were looking. It was the final I that had to die in order for me to fully awaken to bring forth what I have to say to you guys. And timing is everything. Everything must follow its due course. We cannot make destiny happen sooner than what it's supposed to. Do you understand? If you try to rush it, you will fail. If you try to make it happen, you will fail. If you try to do these things, you are no longer working with the force. You are acting on your own selfishness in your own eye. People come to me for two reasons. Two reasons and only two reasons. They either come to me for power or they come to me for love. The truth is, both are unimportant and both make you fail. Contrary to everything that you may have believed or known, nothing is exactly the truth of what it is. But there is a truth. So, when I'm in a certain state of mind, exactly what state of mind I'm in, everybody has experienced it at some point or another, some much greater than others. State of mind once, you went and you went in between once. For almost a day or two afterwards, you maintain that state of mind by an act of will alone, Frank. Do you recall? Danny has seen it and experienced it for brief moments here and there. Both of you guys instinctually search for it. You know there's a higher truth there. What you don't relate is that it's something you're looking for rather than something you are. There's a trick to it all that eludes you. When you can remove certain consciousness, certain eyes, certain personalities within you. When you can acknowledge them, you become aware. 
you have to remove the eyes, your inner personalities, to say when you're angry, you can see yourself acting out a certain series of things. But there's another part of you that's observing your anger. You can feel that you're acting out a certain particular role. That being, that identity, that I, is a personality made from the organic brain. It's running a course. It's becoming an individualized being inside of you. Although it's not really you, it is, it is, it is like a, a hologram running. And yet there's a part of you that's observing. Well, I take it a step further. What part of you is observing you observe yourself? How is it that you know that you're observing? That is a part of your true self. It is the third. Always three. Do you understand? There are three circles for a second. Imagine a wide circle, a second inner circle, and then a third circle, a core. In the outer circle, you have many circles within it. Each one of those are one of your identities. An identity that's the hiker, the identity that's the, the worker, the identity that's the cleaner, the identity that is the person who likes to hang out with your girlfriend. There are many roles that you play within your consciousness. The second core is the core that is more of a intimate father or an intimate friend or intimate with your, with your parents and family or, or, or more self-reflective or musical or creative or artistic or or the part of you that goes out for the walks and reflects. It's grazing upon both worlds. It can feel the outer, more physical world, and it can feel this inner core of some kind of other spirituality. In this inner core is your spiritual self, the part of you that you think that you're really looking for, the part of you that you think is the I, the true self, but it is still not the true I. Although you want to be one of these most of the time, these should be your truer jackets you wear, your truer personalities, because they are closest to core of who you are. These would be the spiritual person, the psychic person, the in-depth intellectual person, the person who inner-reflects, but yet there's still something there, but not there. It's to say that they discovered a molecular structure that you could say that molecules were all round. But around the roundness of them all squashed together, it's like to say, like in the kids' thing, where they jump into the balls. It's filled with balls. Imagine the complete space filled with balls, this entire room. What you have to realize is that there is space, empty space, between the balls. Because they are curved, they cannot be square blocks. Do you understand? Same way for your eyes, same way for your personalities. There is something that fills in between all of those. That is your true presence. That's your true self, your true isness. That is what you are trying to find. All of your training in meditation has been about controlling the brain. It's about learning to have moments without conscious thought, without conscious thinking in the way that you think. You've learned that you don't want to have words in your head. You've learned that they are slow, that they are bulky, that they are cumbersome. You've been trying to learn to control them at the same time gather energy. I'm not saying that you have to get rid of the old meditation. What I'm saying is it's time to add a new tool. Everything that I've taught you, I've always referred to as a tool that you will learn to use when the time is right. It will make more sense to you. You have all these tools. You know that they're there, and they know you know that they work. The problem is, is you never quite know exactly how to use them or when to use them or how to fully use them. 
in the state that you will try to achieve, you will be able to do these things and much more. It's everything that you dreamed possible. But it could take years for you to even develop that. But the truth of the matter is some of you guys will probably do it in hours, weeks, or months. The average person to take this course who've taken it in other routes could take up to 14 years before they even begin to understand. Clear the chairs away. Everybody sit down. I want everybody just to relax. Think about your body now that you've released these things for the time being. There's a a level of calmness that you're trying to create before we go further. A level of peace inside of you. Just let everything rest. Now, as you're staring out at a spot on the other person, or away from you, wherever, focus and stay there. What you want to do now is think about your body, the machine. You want to think about the weight of your cheeks on your bones. You want to feel and be aware of your lip on your mouth, the hair on your head, the teeth in your mouth your throat, the weight of your shoulders pressing down on the rest of your body from gravity, your spine supporting all of the clay mass, the muscle. You want to feel the toothpick bones that have layers of clay that have been rolled around it for structure and support, the muscles on the bones, the skeletal sticks, the hard, firm, inner core frame, the kneecaps. You want to feel the clothing on your skin, the feel of it, the weight of the floor pushing up against your flesh and your buttocks. You want to become aware of your body. The more aware of your body you become, the more you realize it's not you. It's a machine. It's a mechanical you. When you can realize it, it's made to feel, it's made to touch, it's made to take in this environment. And in the process of you letting it do that, somehow you've developed other personalities that it's created on the inner side also. They are all organic. They are all part of the machine, just very complex properties, but none of them truly you. Become aware of your body. Become aware of the machine that it is. Now, Some of my students have asked me, when they hear a high-pitched ring in their ears, what does it mean? And I've always said it means your consciousness is shifting. At other times, I also say to my students that there's a tonal. It's called do, re, mi, fa, so, etc. Do being the tonal of the earth and what holds you in this state of consciousness. What makes you act like a red cell machine, go in a process of your life, doing whatever you do, as if you think you have free will, but you don't. It's like you're acting out of purpose, no more than an insect or doing its normal errands, just more complex. Now, what I want you to do is to listen. What do you hear? Somewhere there's a high-pitched ring. 
you focus on it, it will ring true. Louder and louder. And the more that you listen to it, the more you could say the energy in the room begins to change visually. Your consciousness begins to shift. The moment you start thinking about it, the more you return to one of your eyes who takes the place of you. Listen to the ring. Find the high-pitched ring. Focus on it. Breathe in. Relax. Normal posture. Reflect on the state of mind you have at the moment. There's almost a stillness in your mind. A calm. A clearness. In the beginning... It's hard to distinguish what it is because it's a new thing. It's not a sure thing. It's like learning to walk for the first time. You're unsure of it. As you become more aware of it, you'll begin to think like I do. You'll be able to think without words. Words are heavy. They're encumbersome. They're slow. If you're an energy being, shouldn't you think at the speed of light? Shouldn't your thoughts move even perhaps faster than the speed of light? Your awareness, your consciousness. You think slow because you're in this physical dimension. You think slow because you speak slow. You think slow because you are in this physical dimension thinking you are your body. This is who you are. So that's why you're stuck here. When you can go to this place and let your mind clear, at first it will hesitate. There's also a fear. And the fear is that the eyes know you are now awakening. You are now turning on them. There's a panicness of losing your identity. There is a panicness of suffocation almost, where your body almost fights it, and then all of a sudden it succumbs, it relaxes. This is the death that I speak about. You have to let yourself die in order to live. You have to let these beings that you think you are die, or at least... Not that you have to forget them, but you have to become aware of them. The same way it is to say a student will say, I went out and I seen all the people and I seen how they were all asleep, they were all machines. Well, it's to say, did you feel powerful when you seen this? And most people will say, yes, yes, I felt powerful, like I knew something, I could see this. And then I would say, then you fell back asleep the moment you felt the power. It was a new identity playing a role. It is to move in between utilizing the machine, utilizing the body, but not accepting it as it being you. Look around the room. The more you go into a certain state of mind, the more unreal everything becomes. For those of you who've been in between, there's a part of you that finds that you're aware of things. You separate. You obliterate all the other parts of you, and all of a sudden you start to have this clarity of thinking. Although you have no name for it, you can't figure out what it is. But when your consciousness moves, you can understand things you could never understand before. When you solidify, when you return back to your consciousness from in between, or from all of a sudden, you start to think with the eyes, and the eyes destroy the knowledge that you took back. They can't think at that speed. 
they have to think in this dimension. They cannot comprehend the vastness of consciousness that you had when you are unencumbered by them. Do you understand? So it starts to force you into a sleep, but there's another part of you that is so aware of what you just experienced. It's, it's in pain, it's suffering, it's angry, it's confused, it's depressed. And you can feel it, but it's so covered. It's like blankets of suffocation weighing you down, telling you, no, be comforted, relax, it's okay. But in your inner core, you're slowly forgetting what it is that you knew before. When you can move, people, when I try to explain to people, I think without thought. When I start to think as a human being, when I start to think with one of my eyes, my eyes have to think with encumberment, the weight of how two and two works, how this dimension works. I am energy. My mind is, is beyond this. My mind is as large as the universe. It is energy. It is static energy. It's only shrunk and condensed and compressed when I think as a human being inside of an organic machine. It has no room to move. I think in words, if I was like you guys, it's slow. I have to go to the store. I don't have to say that. I already know. I have to use the bathroom. I already know. I need to eat. I already know. I want to eat pizza. I already know. You guys think with slow, methodic thinking. It is painstaking for me to adjust from that dimension to, to your dimension. But I adjust, but half the time it drives me half crazy. This is a, another ideal why you see my personality the way it is. This is constant adjustments between who I really am and adjusting to your frequencies and creating or picking an eye to work with you. Most of the time my eye is chosen by my frustration when I come in. When you guys are in this state, there have been times when you walk may not fully be in your true self but you still one of the inner core and to be in one of the inner core you're so close to the true self that it almost feels as if you're there and you begin to, to understand you begin to look you begin to feel you begin to comprehend and you know it's there you just can't quite put your finger on it and then the world interacts it intrudes upon you the children the bills the money some phone call from a bill collector and all of a sudden before you know it you're within one of your other eyes dealing with your problems Becoming the panicked eye or the frustrated eye or the eye that doesn't want to do anything. These are all personalities within your consciousness. These are not you. And the process of awakening, true awakening, is to recognize them. Not to destroy them, but to tag them, to identify them, to know that they're there. The same way when you're angry and you have enough intelligence or awareness to see yourself being angry. Although you only see it for a moment and then back you are with the anger again. Then you step back again and you can see yourself doing as if you're observing your hands I said to you guys before much like in Carlos Casanata when you're dreaming look at your hand put your hands out put your hands out look at your hands you're dreaming look at your hands looking back at you imagine that they are you looking at you like a mirror Imagine right now, just stare out at them without moving your eyes around. Just keep a stare fixed. You can see them all without having to caress your eyes all over them. Now, see the bridge of your nose, the tip of your nose, as if you were looking out from behind your eyes out. There's something inside of you that sees the truth of it. Bring them closer to your face, Danny. You want it about a foot away. 
it's almost as if if you really let yourself steer that you can see that they are machines that they are tools they are tentacles they are sensory things that take in data for you and convert them into electricity when you realize from behind your mind that this is your strongest connection to this dimension it somehow shifts you if you could just let yourself go there it's almost as if they are unreal but they are real put your hands down the more that you shift in the beginning you'll have difficulties accepting this dimension it's to say that when you've gone in between how you look at food and you can't eat the food because it's like plastic it's like for me to say to you sometimes I am so intensely upon my consciousness that I get sick when I look at this dimension it nauseates me like I'm on a carnival ride and it won't stop it's because I know it's not real it's like fake it's crude as an energy being that can move so freely and unencumbered and, and the vastness of the universe is my playground compared to a, a small triangular section of, of, of space in this dimension it's horrible to think of you must begin by becoming aware in this state of mind as often as you can be you'll fall asleep you'll start acting like whatever identity you have but the point is is to catch yourself to see yourself there to look out from behind your eyes instead of being your eyes looking out does everybody understand the more that you do it through observation awakens you through observation you start to become stronger the eye like in the meditations becomes stronger the true eye to make yourself aware to awaken the sleeper the moment that you forget about being aware of these different identities is when you're asleep you fall asleep without even knowing you fell asleep do you know when you fall asleep? no, it's something that happens one moment to the next all of a sudden you're asleep it's the same way just consciously everybody in the world is asleep and it's very easy to fall asleep you can look out and see them all walking acting, play rolling like an actor it's like all an acting job that they're all doing they're all functioning but none of them are truly aware of their consciousness they are like machines all moving around like insects doing their role and then you see them and then when you see them all of a sudden you're like wow I'm above them no you've just slipped into another eye don't slip into that eye simply observe without decision without judgment observe and through your observations you will grow higher and higher your your inner awakeness will begin to have greater depth you will start to create your intelligence without having to think you'll have awareness but not in the way that you think now it will go beyond all of that any questions at this point does everybody understand what I'm saying does everybody see the truth of it does everybody feel almost like the sleepiness but the alertness that you're in now that is from listening to the pitch now the real question is is understanding this where do you go from here first you must reflect on everything you've ever learned before and you have to see how it all interconnects there are others there are many different levels to this first of all let me go on to say that when you are in this state of mind 
there is another realm that parallels this one, and that is what you can call the psychic realm. It's when you walked past the graveyard and you thought you'd seen a, a larger creature or something walking at one time. Do you recall? <coughs> well, you're going to have to think more. Another thing, your eyes, they'll lie to you. They'll withhold information from you. They'll make you forget things even though they're still there. They only let you know what you're supposed to know. They can be your biggest enemy also. When you start to have true awareness, you'll start to see the truth of this you'll have much more in-depth memories of things that you've completely forgotten about. You have to empower your eye by observation. That is the secret. When you try to push beyond observation and you start to study yourself too much, it's another eye and you're being fooled. Don't try too hard. That is going to be the biggest downfall for some of you guys because of how your brain works. Let it flow. Fluidity. The minute you try to understand it too quickly, too fast, it's like grabbing the bull by the horns. You will lose. No matter how sure you will win, you will lose. You must have fluidity. As hard as that may be. When you go into this state, you will look out into the world and you will see what I see. You will eventually see bits and pieces of it. You will see the vampires in the world. You will see the energy structures moving through walls. You will see what I call the others, different kind of races of entities per se amongst us. For the most part, you'll see what you see all the time. But it's the things in between. It's a whole other world out there that you will become more aware of. The psychic world per se. The more you slip into your your lower halves, the more that this world solidifies for you. The more that you move up to the dimension, you can see the manipulations of other beings, of other creatures, of other energy forms affecting the machines, affecting the people. Observation. There are others who are awake in a way. They are still the dark side. They operate for the dark side. Let me explain a little differently. When you have this certain level of awakeness, when you are operating from the true self and you are seeing your out exterior world, in truth you are letting the force see through you. The force can't really work through red cells. We all kind of instinctually know that. But it can work through you the more that you become empowered by it. The more that you can let yourself be clear, it can flow through you, like tuning into it to a sound tuning into a frequency, all of a sudden you can be with the receptor and project it out into this dimension. As soon as you think of the eyes, or you're not aware of the eyes, they encumber it again, and it cannot function anymore. So you have to have this level of fluidity, as much conscious as you can. You'll get stronger with time. The others, somehow, through arcane arts or through other studies or whatever, find some part of this awareness, but they never quite figure it out. Similar to you guys. You guys get up to a certain point and then that's it. And then there are others who go much further. They're well aware of their true self, but they've removed their true self to the dark side and they allow the dark side to look through them, to work through them, to function through them, to exist here in this dimension. You may ask yourself, how does this all tie into all the other teachings? It ties in completely. 
I'll give you one big whopper of an information. There was a class I did last year or so. Ask yourself several questions. We know that there are multiple eyes, that you have multiple personalities per se, and you have to remove them in order to find the true self. They believe that you are merged with multiple alien creatures, that these are all different personalities that are functioning within you, and only through removing them that you become what in the end? What they call a clear. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, there's one difference these really stand out from the rest. We say eyes, they say they're alien entities. They're of a lower technology than what we understand, but the process still has the same result in some ways. In the end, though, they focus on removing the light. When you remove the light, light is replaced with what? This is the opposite imposing force. It is the window, then, to this dimension for the dark side, through them, as we intend to be the window for the light through us in this dimension. Do you understand? This is why I say they are powerful in a way, that their technique, what they're doing is they're numbering the masses. They're trying to create. Now, there are levels to them because it's very difficult to master. No matter how hard they try, there's only a select few that can maintain it. Most of them try and fail. But they keep them around as useful minions, per se. So, in essence... There are some that are advanced and have learned to contain and use this ability, this, this state of consciousness. And the longer they can maintain it, they are rewarded by their bracelets that they've achieved a level of it. Imagine this. You know that they have the two things that you hold. And every time you think of something, it's like a nerve thing and it jumps. What was their goal? Their goal is to have non-thought, to have no emotion. And when they can ask you questions and you show nothing... It means you're finally clear. You've learned to control your mind, which means you've learned to find what they believe is the true inner self. In the meantime, if you have movement, it's because your brain is thinking and relating to all these emotions, which makes the thing jump. It makes your muscles retract and expand. Do you understand? The same way a lie detector works. So, in essence, they are portaling in or portaling out so that people can be these these states of consciousness walking around on the surface of the planet in this dimension for the dark side and a different dimension coming in in a different way. Do you understand? In the opposite way, we are focusing and letting the light come in through us in this way. The light is here, the energy is here, but no one can tap the force until you truly allow it to work through you. Do you understand? Why have I chosen this path? Because... If you were to awaken too soon, the dark side could take you out too easily. Better for your eyes to make you less of a threat in appearance than for you to be too awake, too alert, too sensitive. I've trained you to become aware of the dark side. I've trained you to become aware of different tools and techniques and everything else. Now I'll make a suggestion to you and you'll see quite the difference. Try these tools in the state of mind that I've just suggested. Do the breathing techniques, the energy techniques, the movements, the thought consciousness movement without trying to be an I. But remember, you must be absolutely true. If you have motives, if you have control, if you have issues, which you will, you will fail. 
The only moments that you will have that you will be able to do these things is when you have absolute clarity within you. Do you understand? You cannot bend the threads of time and reality unless you are absolutely, incoherently untouchable to them. Then your will will be your intent and you must do it without thought. You must do it with knowing but not with an active series of thoughts which slows you down to this dimension. It's to say, if I show you several objects, you choose not to say them in your head. Hold absolute silence in your head. You should be able to do that. So I choose an object. I will ask you in a moment what these objects were, but don't say them in your head. And look at them. You're cowards if you can't look at them. You're hiding from your own true self. Now, how many of you said what they were in your head? No one. A couple of them. A couple of them. Now, you guys were all liars, and then you decided to come forward, or you didn't react fast enough. The truth is, if you can be absolutely truthful, you'll say what they are. You'll say that you thought them. Absolute truth is, A, absolutely being truthful with yourself. It's to say that you do something to someone because of a certain reason. The truth is, if you search deep down inside, there was other motives. Those are eyes, and they all lie to you. And they tell you this is the truth, but it's not, and you accept it as the truth because you don't care to know any different. You don't care. What you need to do is, you need to get to the point where you have absolute clarity, where you can control, you can acknowledge what all those things are. You know as full as well as I do, you didn't need to say what they were in your head. We've been through this a hundred times per se. But yet you did. Which part of you said that? And which part of you said, oh my God, I just said it? And which part of you acknowledged that said, oh my God? That's the inner journey. That's the inner work. That's the inner thought that you need to start acknowledging. Do you understand? When you can begin to clear that, you can start moving through time and space. You can start to do what you need to do here, and you'll know what it is to do. But until then, it's going to take a long time sorting this out. But you have an enormous toolbox of tools that you have taken and built up over the years. Now you have to start really re-looking at those tools in this state of mind and seeing a whole higher purpose than you ever thought imaginable with them. When I was at Cantor's, I had a run-in with several of them. They became aware of me as I became aware of them. How was that? because they were in the state of mind. They were what they call clears. They became aware of me, and they were aware that I had a different technology as they had. In other words, how did I attain the level of clarity? They knew that I was very clear. What got them was the fact of just how come I was so clear. They knew that I was not at the same kind of frequency as they were. So what pursued was, was them attempting to scan me. In other words, go into me, feel me, experience me. By experiencing me, they take a part of me with them that incorporates in themselves. It's a, it's a sense of knowing, like they know who and what I am. It's like when you guys look at it, some people, how do you know the person was a pedophilic? Because you could feel him. Do you understand? Well, it's much more intense than that. It's much more detailed than that. It's very, very deep. And when they attempted to do that, I pushed them back, of course. And the fact that I pushed them back really blew their mind. And I then tuck them in. And the fact that I could take all of them in in one whip made them intimidated by me. 
and then they all decided to go into more of a battle stance, we call it psychically. In other words, will dominate him. It's kind of like beings fighting it out, but on the surface looking as calm as we do now. In some cases, not always you can be completely calm. And thus I pushed it harder, knowing that I had to get them to be distracted. So I, I gave them, have you ever felt like a very sharp pain in your temples, and it's just like you kind of like have to stop for a second and, and kind of like wait for it to pass? Does anybody know, anybody felt that? Mm-hmm. Well, imagine that about 50 times more intense. And that's what I did. I manipulated in the temples as a nerve, and it creates like, a, like somebody stealing something very sharp in you for a second. And they all knew they, they better back off, and they got up and they left. All of them, of course, observing me and looking at me and acknowledging in this dimension that they don't know what to make of me. And I knew I better leave because I didn't know when more would come back. And I did not want to be exposed. In their clearness, you become aware of a field of energy, the matrix. Think of it this way. We know that the matrix exists. We call it the matrix now because of the movie. It's a good concept to understand it. So we'll call it the matrix. How do you run the matrix thinking like a human being? How does your crude, wagon-wheeled brain that has to use words in your head, every thought has to be thought and said, how does that possibly run something that's moving at the speed of light, of energy? How do you manipulate it? How do you control it? You're fooling yourselves when you think that you can in the state of mind that you are in. But if you go to this state of clear consciousness if you go to your true higher self it is pure energy it can dance around even the matrix but the matrix is even slow bolt down in its weight and you can control it you can overtake it you can manipulate it at first it starts off with very tiny things things that you say in your other eye you go did I make that happen it's because your eye is so slow it couldn't see it happen it's so slow it can't even realize that the eye stepped out and made something happen and it comes back and says what just happened it's like it's that fast it's that powerful when you go so far into your eye time slows down when you come back you say where did all the you know what's going on everything feels like it's taking forever and you're like like me all the time I'm always like (sighs) it's because that's me switching from my eye to my consciousness consecutively in order to enter the matrix you must shift your consciousness. You must shed all of these different eyes by, by having the clarity. And then you need to learn to move within this clarity. It's to say like in the movie Dune, the place where the, the Bene Jesuits cannot go. They can reach this state of psychicness. They can reach this state of consciousness. They understand it. But there's this place they cannot go. That place is achieving this state of mind. But it's so difficult to contain. It's so difficult to do. And you know why the Bene Gesserits can't do it? Because they're women. They're female. They think with emotion. Emotion holds us here. Emotion is identified with very strong personalities. It's, it's like much more in-depth. We all have it. But women even have it even worse. So it's harder for them to set themselves free from it. When we remove it, we have massive emotion but it's, it's, it's not as bulky and simplified as what they think do you understand so you can go to that place and you can exist but the moment that you think about existing there you're out of it because you, you acknowledge it through one of your eyes you're acknowledging it through your organic body do you understand when you look out at the world and you see the sleepers 
you cannot begin to judge. You cannot begin to acknowledge. The second that you acknowledge, the second that you start to sort it out and you look at it and you start thinking, you start saying, my God, they are asleep. Wow. You know, look at, look at it. And you, all of a sudden, without realizing, you're speaking words now in your head. It means one of your eyes have come forward. It's very important to realize that, that it will happen so quickly. But don't sit there and get mad at yourself, like I said, and when you meditate. Not like, ah, I'm, I'm here I go talking again. Acknowledge the being inside of you that said, you're slipping away. And notice when it tells you, it doesn't say it in words, all of a sudden you just simply know. That's because it's coming from a higher place. It doesn't need to tell you with words. It makes you aware. You understand. There are people amongst you who you will feel. It's important that you do not let it encapsulate you or crystallize you. You will see very ugly people. You will see people's intentions already. You guys can sense it to certain levels because you've been around so long with me. You, there are people you simply know things of. Well, they are of a, of a certain level. Their intention, their eye is so strong with what they're stuck in that, 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 that we can sense it. But there's a level higher than that. There are others who are walking around who have a state of consciousness that become aware of you as quickly as you're aware of them. And you can get into a level of psychic warfare. Most of them who are powerful will not engage. And the reason why they will not engage because it is not time for engagement yet. It's not time to wrestle what will control the vibration of the earth yet. It's as if each side is amassing teams like each side is strategizing and structuralizing and we like the Russians in the United States once in a while might have a tango out in the Gulf a little foot battle to see who's what or one will challenge the other one to study its reactions how aware were you guys just at that moment did everybody miss that well it's like I was saying to some of the students the other day Krishnamurti was in the car with several of the students. They were all in the car. As they were in the car driving, they were talking about awareness and how aware they were and how they were evolving their awareness. And then Krishnamurti said, didn't you guys feel that? And they said, feel what? And he thought to himself, they're all speaking about awareness. We just ran over a goat. Keep that in mind also. Now, it's the subtle things in between. Before the tape ended, what did I let you guys know about my awareness? Did anybody catch it? I went like this, and I went back. Does anybody recall that? The tape shut off. It was my acknowledgement to let you know the tape needed to be changed. But it was a step ahead. It's the speed of my awareness. When I allow you guys to see, you can see in between. It's the skips. It is the cat in the movie Matrix that does a double take, like a deja vu but in a different way. Do you understand? You have to start acknowledging these things. You have to start being aware of them. You will step into that yourself. Do you understand? You must start going through your teachings. You must go through all of the stuff you learned before and start to integrate it into what you know now. It will make you... I don't want to use the word powerful, but I must use words that you can understand in this dimension because this is how I'm conveying and exchanging information. Do you understand? 
but do not get hung up on the choice of words that I give, because in this case they will be very contradictory. I say to yourself, they will give you power, yet I say to you to feel power is denied. Both are true. Do you understand? But in order to help accelerate your consciousness in this way, to communicate it, I have to communicate in a way that you understand as an organic being until you can reach the I behind it. All of your teachings will make absolute logic. All you have to do is think about them, use them. They will be very powerful in their own way. Which brings up a whole new thing. There was a time in my life where I did more of what you guys call miracles. When Danny knew me, he seen me do a lot of things. Some of you guys have seen me do large things and small things. Every great master has understood this state of mind. It's how they did everything that they've done. When you think of Buddha and you think of Krishna, although you've never known him, there's a sense of knowing that they were very calm. What kind of calmness do you think that is? Think of when it when you go into the state of mind. Is it an ordinary calm, a feeling relaxed? Or is it this deeper level of calm with this intense amount of power? It's like Eric was saying the other day. He was sizing me up. And he says, well, he says, it's like you're powerful, but, but he says, you're really calm. And I says, yes. I says, it's like an ocean, being in the middle of it. There's no waves. There's no movement. The water's very, very, very black, and it's very expansive every way you look. When you really begin to realize that the depths of the ocean are so deep by miles and miles and so wide, you really admit, you can really immense the power of it. It's the same thing. In either case, they are powerful. And they are aware, but they are in this dimension also. Christ, when, when, he, when Lucifer said to him, well, if you're the son of God, when he was challenging him, he said to him, well, why don't you do a miracle? And the reason why he didn't do a miracle is because of the nature of things in this dimension. He knew that by changing the things in this dimension is like is like changing the will of, of how things need to be. By directly willing it, you, you're challenging the forces of God's creation. You're not respecting the, 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 the way things are. And I've tried to say this to you guys in many different ways. The reason I don't do things or don't interact anymore with certain things is because it's, it's like a respect thing. If you take away from one, it's like it has to come from somewhere else. If you do a miracle, where did the where did the product of making the rain come from? Did it come from Idaho, where they needed it to make corn? Well, in other ways, by by making your will happy in this dimension, it's like disrespecting the forces of nature. It's like It's like defiling something. It's like raping it. Is the only way that I can explain it. You have to have a respect for certain things. If there's going to be a confrontation, it should be done on a higher level. A level that doesn't directly affect the sleepers, the people who are organically functioning for the, for the path of the planet. Does everybody understand? So, that's why Christ didn't do a miracle. That's why he didn't do the things that, that Lucifer asked. And also, if you notice, when, when Jesus spoke, he never fed the self-ego. In other words, empowered the I by saying, I'm aware that everybody else is asleep. The moment you acknowledge the power, you feel the power, it's created of another I. 
he'd always say the will of the Father or my Father. He never would say anything that self-identified him. He always used an outer person, meaning God. That's what kept him clear while dealing with Lucifer. Do you understand? Same thing happened to Buddha. Same thing happened to Krishna. Same thing happened to Milarapa. It goes on and on and on. Because they understand. Now there are levels of this. There are levels of indebtedness. But you're going to have to learn to do that inner study as we progress. We will deal with those things as we go on. What is the most important thing at this point is, is that you try to become aware of your environment, aware of your reality, aware of, of everything around you and exactly its place and its role. You're going to become tired of it. You're going to become nauseated about it. It's going to have certain effect on you, okay? But it will pass as you progress. You will you'll get past it. You will adapt. It will be a part of you that feels kind of tired and you don't want to feel that way. There'll be another part of you that gets the headaches all the time. It will pass. It's about expanding your perceptions. It's about expanding. You're pushing your brain in part to digest what you're doing at a higher frequency, a higher speed. It will adapt. It's capable, but it's 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 like you're going to have to learn to think. I always say that, that consciousness is something around me, not just working in me. For most people, it's what's going on in the confines of the brain. So I'm taking this data and I'm trying to intermingle it with my organic consciousness. Do you understand? Don't get in the habit of staying still and staring. Okay? You've got to learn to move. Don't just go in the state of mind and just stare. You have to be like me. You have to be able to function. You have to be able to move, but you still be there. It just seems at first harder to do, but if you make yourself do it, you'll adapt. It'll just happen. When you're in the state of mind, You'll find that other people will pick up on you. Even red cells will pick up on you for some reason. They'll stare at you. They won't know why, but something about you does something to them. They're used to their connected electrical field. When you're shifted, you're a different electrical field. They can feel it, but they don't understand it. You look like they do. Everything feels comfortable to them. You have two legs, a head, clothing, shoes, whatever. But there's something about you they don't know. After a few seconds, they'll dismiss it. It's kind of like animals in the Serengeti. They'll go and they'll wear like this this like leopard thing or whatever, and they'll walk. And the other leopards will look at it like there's something really wrong about it, but they'll accept it because it's not really a threat. But it takes a few minutes for them to feel comfortable with it. It's the same thing. When you're in the state of mind, they'll feel that. They'll feel this change, but they'll look at everything and just go, well, I don't know what it is. And then they'll pass it, okay? So you can't acknowledge it. You can't feed into it too much. Um, others who are more sensitive will pick up on it. They'll try to pretend like they know more about you, like they're more skilled than you are, more powerful, but they're not. They're play-rolling with one of their other inner eyes, and they can pick up on you, but they still don't know what it is. They're just going to assume that you also have this mage-like quality or this mysticalness or this witchcraft level that they're at. The truth is that they won't be able to comprehend the level that you're at. Okay, So you can't feed into that either. The more you do, you're introducing that into you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're inviting it. And you don't want to get caught up with all that crap. You want to move in the highest levels that you can and be aware of everything below. Eventually, you'll get a level of stealth mode. It's like me. I can walk amongst these people and they don't see anything. There's that level of consciousness and there are a variety of, of those levels. Now, people who are like clear people, they're going to pick up on you. And if they pick up on you, they're going to want to try to figure out why you're... How could have you gotten to this level? Another group of people who will pick up on you are probably fourth-way people. 
people who do what they call the work, Gurdjieff stuff. Another group of people might be some Hindus and stuff, but they still have their different level of it. They understand, remember, the different identities of God. They see Krishna and all the deities as different aspects of the, of the consciousness. So there are groups who understand this, very few. But none of them will probably be as refined or as advanced as you. Okay, But it's really not any of the other groups except for at this point be really concerned with. It's very controlling because they work from what I consider the in-depthness of the dark side. So they will see you as a threat, not because they have a reason to, but just because you're different than them. Do you understand? They believe that their technology, A, is superior. B, they believe that their way is the highest way. They, in their training, have been taught that if you have this awareness and you are not a Scientologist and you are not clear that you are absolutely being controlled remotely from an alien race that's out to dominate Earth. So right away, in their mind, they've been trained to see you as the enemy. So it's not that they see you having this higher awareness. They themselves aren't even really truly aware that what it is. They, they're close. But they also see everybody else as being aliens or asleep. A fourth-way person will probably respect you. The problem with the fourth-way person is, is that they kind of have this thing where they, they like the control, but fourth-way people are kind of neutral. They don't really see the higher purpose. They don't choose to acknowledge the, the force or the dark side. Their choice is the middle path, that neither one really matters in the end. They can grasp the planet as an organism. They understand all of that, but they can't grasp the fact of what the body of God is. They haven't moved to that level. So in their state of consciousness, everything is a form of neutrality. Evil doesn't really exist, but it does exist in a level of altruism in their point of view. Do you understand? That they'll say evil would be you know, the suppression of life. They'll, they'll be able to understand that. They'll understand an awful... Anybody at this level is going to understand an awful lot. You're going to sit there and they're going to be pretty deep. Do you understand what I'm saying? But it's the finer levels as you progress that you start to see the flaws. But you have to be somebody who's really evolved to see this. And their, their choice is neutrality. They don't choose either or, but they choose to have the awareness. They just don't choose to act with it. Do you see what I'm saying? For them, it's, it's personal power. It's, it's they'll say that they don't want to be a part of it, but yet that they are. Do you understand what I'm saying? They'll, it's, it's, to me, it's a selfish level of training. If, if it's not going to be used to assist the universe, then, then why try to control it? It's like in the movie. It's like the elves say last night that the magic moves through them. They are a part of it. Okay. Whereas mankind learns about the magic and they learn to control it through objects, through things, but they don't actually become it. Do you see what I'm saying? That is basically the same thing. The... the Gurdjieff group, the fourth way people, they learn to control it, but they don't really learn to let it move beyond them. For instance, I find that a lot of fourth way people, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. Their technology is excellent. Okay? The problem is that I find it's ironic that most of them are into symbolism, tarot cards, and stuff like that. Now, there's a level of truth to some of it, but not all of it. But they're like Chinese Buddhism. It's like there's a, this great wealth of, of, of worthiness to it, but somehow it got defiled with all of the uh, uh, like black cat and, and, and stuff like this and walking underneath it. It, it, it got all of this stigmatas of, of, of what I call like wise tales or uh, superstition, okay? 
So, so the Gurdjieff, some of them have this wonderful level of, of knowledge, but somehow they falter. And it's, and it's because of whatever they came from beforehand and whatever has been interjected in it. It's, it's to say this. Spensky, who was the student of Gurdjieff, who was probably one of the most brilliant out of all the students, and is acknowledged as, okay, he said in the end when he was dying, he said, give up the path. He said, it, it doesn't work. It's going to fail us. And then he was convinced by his daughter or whatever to recant those words, okay, and then he didn't, and eventually he passed. But he realized that it was flawed. I believe the flaw is exactly what I speak. They did not choose a side. They choose to function within the universe. They see the universe function as an organism, but they don't actually acknowledge that there is a purpose that is greater than everything. And that's what they, they cease to see at this point. Maybe they'll get there sooner or later, but at this point they don't. Do you understand? Any questions? Is there any reason to go back meditating with the music? Yes. The music meditation, although won't be as beneficiary at this point, there's going to come a point where you're going to get so aware that you're still going to have to charge this body so that you can make your higher awareness work with it. Do you understand? The, the more tonalized your physical body that you're using is with this dimension, the more solidified. It makes life harder for you. Couldn't I meditate listening to the ringing rather than listening to music? Absolutely. That's the next secret. That's the next step. Is use the sounds, but also focus on the chakra points. Do you see what I'm saying? Listen to the sound. Don't use regular music. Work with your chakras by listening to the pitches. The pitches also will get louder. Sometimes the pitches get so loud. Um, uh, to me, it's like speakers in my ear at a rock concert. Mm -hmm. um, other times, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced, I could be laying down, like resting, and then all of a sudden, I'll unconsciously, because my mind works so much, hop in on the sound, and all of a sudden, it's like... It's like, I'll be like, whoa, you know, it'll just shift me that fast, that hard. And it happens to other people, particularly spiritual people. The problem is they don't know what it is. And so, I mean, haven't you guys ever, like, laid down or something, you're resting, and all of a sudden you hear this, and then all of a sudden it just gets really loud, and you're like, whoa, what was that? But Have you, you guys ever experienced it, something like that? Correct. So what you want to do is you, you, you work with it, and it's trying to shift you. There's, it's trying to find you. But it's just not. It's because you're not aware of what's going on. So, in retrospect, you want to meditate to it. I'll, I'll give you another clue. Here's, here, listen to this and you'll see what I mean by that. They're, they're very close to it. <coughs> this is the opposite, because this is how this world works. It's the opposite. So you're going from the loud to the faint. It's the faint when it gets down that you're going to recognize. They're utilizing this to help them, to remind them in this dimension of, of tuning to the frequency, to shift, to let it do the work on your brain. When you're in that higher frequency, it's, it's shifting. It's designing, building your, your structural consciousness to work with this higher level. It's, it's a mimication of a reminder. That's really what these are for. But it's going from loud to soft as opposed to again. Correct, because in this dimension, that's the way it must be. It's the design of our physical dimension. 
So what you're doing is you're going from a soft to a louder. If you if you focus on it, it'll get so loud you can't even hear anything anymore. But what does that mean? It means that you've moved so inward with your energy and then outward. It's like turning yourself inside and out. Your your whole sensory is moved to the higher dimension now, and then you, all of a sudden you're walking around in it because the hologram appears. Or is it a hologram at all? The more that you can turn it inside and out, the more you can operate with it. You may see externally through your eyes everything, but you're also going to see eventually the other reality that's here, this other dimension that you only get glimpses of. Now, you're talking about um, when you went through your death, and you said that you had it, it had to occupy your mind in Correct. so many different ways. What Correct. did it do to occupy your mind? Or what was all the things that... You said you had so many things... In other words, I have that inner core of eyes are so well developed for me that it had to throw everything in the kitchen sink to keep them busy so that I could have the conversation with my higher self. That that they become so powerful that that even they are still attached to this world, this dimension. And even though Your I operate core? through them, my inner core, that they were so intensely powerful that they made a stand per se, when they knew that this moment had come. They, they turned on me. Do you understand? They, they, in the end, still truly aren't you, and you must always remember that. And I, I let them flow with it because I hadn't really expected to find anything. So I went in with an attitude of not really working with my higher self, but just through observation. What was I going to find? But using one of my higher, more intellectual, spiritual selves. Do you understand? until it, it had to, to battle all of those to get to my true highest self. Do you understand? And then have the conversation that per se took place but on a very, very fast dimensional level. Do you understand? So, it being alien to you means that you can't try to label it. You can't try to figure it out because you can't. And if you try and you come to an answer, you use something to figure it out that was it's going to make it less than what it could have been. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's by the simple fact of, of putting it in a box means you didn't get it at all. It it goes beyond how you can think. But it's still you. It's still useful, it's still powerful. You just gotta give it time. Should I let the question be answered? Yes. <clears throat> It'll be like an epiphany. You won't even know you asked a question. You'll just simply say, I get it. It's like the in-between. In-between, you don't really have questions. Correct. You move in an energy world. You can see the outer world. You can see the energy. As soon as you close your eyes, it's like going into a whole different world. Well, it's very similar. What are some of the things you take in the in-between? Things move quickly, don't they? Conscious thought moves quickly. Why? Because it's energy. Correct. Now, what is that crazy feeling you feel? That's because you don't have any of your eyes attached to you. Oh, they'll pop up. But technically, you don't really feel the desire for sex. You don't feel the desire for food. You don't feel the desire for wants or demands or anything. You don't feel anything. But yet, you do to finally feel something. Do you understand? So what happens is, is when you do feel something, you can feel yourself coming into yourself. That's when you go, I want to come back, or I, I, I can't deal with this, or, or whatever. That's an I, panicking. And then all of a sudden you lose it and you can move again. And all of a sudden you, you start to, 
to understand. Without asking the question, what is God, you understand. Without asking the question of, of how something thinks, or you can hear it or feel it, or hear people thinking in their minds. You don't ask or say, I want to feel what they're thinking in their mind. You simply know. Do you understand? You can bring yourself now into the in-between state when you're ready without my help. How far is different because I'm very powerful. I can take you there very quickly. But you can do it now on your own. You already know the way. But your search for it will be so intense you're sure to miss it. You understand? Don't let frustration win you. Don't let the, ugh, that's the animal, that's the eye, that's the organ. Simply let yourself flow. Your intent will get you there. It's when you let your rational brain take over is when you lose. It can't possibly navigate you somewhere when it was made to drive on the ground and it doesn't have wings. Fair enough. Does everybody understand? Good. Sit on the floor. Relax. Let some pressures out. Let your thinker out. That's a pressure, ain't it? Release the babbler. What a wonderful concept. Notice that some of you guys want to close your eyes like you're meditating in the normal way. We don't want to do that. We want to do this right now with our eyes open. When you shut your eyes, it's just as much a habit to revert back to your old way of meditating. Do you understand? Right now, we need to experience this fully, and then later on, we will hybrid the two together. Look down at the chest and never look at somebody in the eye. or just look straight out. Think of the body. Find things about the body. Feel the weight of the body. Feel the different parts of your body. Feel the clothing on your body. Become aware of the body as much as you can.
little trick is sometimes you'll hear the sound what seems like one side of your ear more so than the other. Try to focus on the weaker side till they both match, and you'll find that the pitch gets really loud in the center. A lot of people ask us, where is the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the Foundation Meditation System. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation Meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear, it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, 
discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio. 